Support for Across the Blue Ridge comes from Great Outdoor Provision Company, providing outdoor clothing, equipage, and gifts for adventure. GreatOutdoorProvision.com It's Across the Blue Ridge, the great little show that nearly everybody loves. I'm Paul Brown. Sally Ann from the Dreadful Snakes on Across the Blue Ridge, Jerry Douglas on the Dobro, and Bela Fleck on the banjo. Good way to get us started this week. I'm Paul Brown. Thanks for joining us, and uh, let your friends and family know that this is a great show. They should check it out, too. You can also find us online. If you miss an on-air broadcast, just go to acrosstheblueridge.net, and you'll find all of our archive programs, playlists, all sorts of other things, too. Here are Bobby Hicks and Mark Kuykendall, Remember Me, on Across the Blue Ridge. Sweetest days are the days that used to be 
said, sweetheart, remember me. Remember me when the candlelights are gleaming. Remember me at the close of a long, long day. It would be so sweet when all alone I'm dreaming. Just to know you still remember me. Birds 
sweetly sing all the day. Catawba tree blooms by the side of the path in that dear old familiar spot. Although many years have passed away, it's never been forgotten. Where the peepal calls warning to approach and storm, and you hear the humming of bees. Where the cattle and sheep graze on the hill that is home sweet home to me I'm longing for my dear old home that old home in Stone Mountain far away where at twilight you can hear the whippoorwills call and the birds sweetly sing all the day I'm longing for my dear old home, that old home in Stone Mountain far away, where at twilight you can hear the whippoorwills call and the birds sweetly sing all the day.
Beyond the River Bend, Laurie Lewis and the band on Across the Blue Ridge. Before that, My Stone Mountain Home from Tyler Hughes and Sam Gleaves. The first of the three, Remember Me from Bobby Hicks and Mark Kuykendall. All on Across the Blue Ridge, songs of memory, a little bit of loss, reminiscence, that sort of thing. And here is a wonderful old fiddle tune from Kentucky, Wink the Other Eye, the Foghorn String Band.
gift from me to you, Rochester Shottish on Across the Blue Ridge from my new fiddle album, Red Dog. And before that, Wink the Other Eye from the Foghorn String Band. Coming up on Across the Blue Ridge, Ken Perlman and music of Prince Edward Island, it's Appalachian Connections. Support for Across the Blue Ridge comes from the Blue Ridge Music Center, presenting and preserving traditional music with weekend concerts, daily midday mountain music performances, and the Roots of American Music Museum exhibit. May through October, Blue Ridge Parkway near Galax, Virginia. BlueRidgeMusicCenter.org. And from the Green Heron Ale House, offering craft ales and live music every weekend, a Blue Ridge Music Trail venue located on the Dan River in North Carolina. Information at GreenHeronAleHouse.com and on Facebook. It's Across the Blue Ridge. I'm Paul Brown. Here's banjo player Ken Perlman with three tunes from the Canadian Maritimes, Prince Edward Island.
Banjoist Ken Perlman with three tunes from Prince Edward Island in the Canadian Maritimes. We heard Bonniest Lass in All the World, Emil Godet's Reel, and Chetacamp Reel. Ken Perlman was born and raised in New York City. He's an outstanding fingerstyle guitarist, clawhammer banjo player, a music teacher, performer, and an active folklorist who spent some two decades documenting the fiddle traditions of Prince Edward Island. His book on those fiddling traditions, Couldn't Have a Wedding Without the Fiddler, has met with great acclaim. His latest album, Frails and Frolics, contains Prince Edward Island tunes, including the ones we just heard, and other tunes from Ken's large banjo repertoire. Here's one of the many field recordings of PEI, Prince Edward Island, fiddling, found on a website Ken Perlman maintains called Bowing Down Home. If you want more information on that, go to our site, acrosstheblueridge.net, and check the entry for this show, Program 125, or see our blog entry. Here's the London Dairy Hornpipe, followed by a tune called Southern Melody, which sounds very much like a tune called Twinkle Little Star that's played in the Southern Appalachians in the U.S. Peter Chasen is the fiddler. There's more than one Peter Chasen on the island, and this is the younger one, and Ken Perlman backs him on the banjo. After the music, we'll find out how a banjo player from New York wound up documenting Canadian maritime fiddle styles and about similarities in culture and music of Prince Edward Island and the Blue Ridge region of the U.S. Thank you. 
The Southern Melody, and before that, Londonderry Hornpipe from the Prince Edward Island fiddler Peter Chasen. Music of the Canadian Maritimes, as documented by Ken Perlman, who was playing the banjo there behind Mr. Chasen's fiddle. Right here on Across the Blue Ridge, Ken Perlman started documenting Prince Edward Island fiddling in the late 1980s and early 90s. He just finished his master's degree in folklore and was looking for a project, proposed this one, and with support from a group called Earthwatch was sent with a team of people to document the fiddling of Prince Edward Island for two summers. He documented more than 100 fiddlers. He found a fiddling tradition on the island that was dying out because the old dancing traditions had faded into obscurity with new forms of entertainment that had come into play in the 1970s. But the fiddlers were still there. Fiddling and dancing were very important back in the day because there were comparatively few people on the island and not that much to do when you weren't working in fishing, school teaching, farming. Uh, as one fiddler put it, the only recreation we had was uh, once a week someone would have a, a house party and uh, the, the fiddler would get out his uh, fiddle and, and start playing and people would be up on the floor dancing. And of course uh, there would be no, no pay for the fiddler uh, he would be doing it out of a sense of community obligation. But it wasn't just uh, ho house parties. They would also, they would use fiddling and dance as a, uh, uh, a lens to focus community activities. If they needed to build a barn, they would have uh, what they called a frolic. <laughs> and you know, that's what they called them down south in the U.S. too. Yeah. You'd have a frolic and you'd have a, a dance. If you had a barn raising, there would always be musicians present for towards the end of the the day and people would eat and celebrate and rest up and, and have a dance, hear some music. So well, well, there's so many parallels between uh, the, the, li the life around music on, in the Ma Canadian Maritimes and in, in Appalachia. I mean, it's the same, by and large, the same ethnic population coming out of Scotland and Ireland about the same time. And um, the, the main difference uh, musically is that um, the, the main uh, seasoning of the music is from the Acadian French on PEI, and perhaps in the South it would be from black influence and, and perhaps German influence. So there's so. a similarity in traditions, but the, the actual sonic influences on the music, the cultural influences on, on the sounds, are somewhat different. So, yes. there, so it's not. The whole tradition is, is actually not as different as one might think. Yes, yes. But, uh, but you know, getting back to the uh, activity, so uh, um, w one major thing that fiddling was used for was uh, paying for the local schools because the, uh, um, the, the government only paid uh, half the salary of the teacher and the rest had to be supplied by the local community. So they would have uh, different kinds of town fairs and... Uh, uh, strawberry socials and cake socials and um, and uh, schoolhouse dances and I'm sure they had this sort of thing in the south as well. Oh lots of them yeah. 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 So, so when we listen to the music of Prince Edward Island and, and I'm saying this being aware also as and a lot of our listeners have heard from time to time on the show that some of the fiddle music from the southern Appalachians in particular southwestern Virginia has a really Celtic feel to yes. it. Um, when we listen to, to, to bluegrass or old-time fiddle tunes from the, from the Appalachians and we listen to Prince 
Edward Island fiddling, what are the differences? In other words, what distinguishes PEI music? Well, there is, well, just as the South has different regional styles, so does Prince Edward Island. So uh, in the eastern part of the island, where the population is very Scottish and right across, uh, right across the, about a 20 mile straight from Cape Breton, uh, the music is very Scottish and it has that uh, uh, the skirl. You can hear the skirl of the bagpipes. And, and when you say skirl, a lot of folks may not know the, even the meaning of that term. Okay, the, uh, the, f the flavor and the uh, ornamentation. Mm -hmm. So it, 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 it the almost droning. sounds... Yeah. yeah, all right, the drone, which is important, a right. single, single note or set of mm -hmm. notes that, that runs through the tune underneath it. So that, and that's a very big component of, of Scottish music and of a lot of southern fiddling. So you hear that more on the eastern part of Prince Edward Island. Yes, and in the western part, it's um, the Acadian influence. So basically you know, French. Yes, yeah. yeah. And, and, and how does that sound different? It's, uh, it's faster, more pointed, uh, you know, more wilder bowing, um, uh, perhaps uh, more, more rhythmically focused. And here is Doucette's Reel, performed by fiddler Joseph Doucette with Vincent Doucette on the guitar. Doucette's Reel on Across the Blue Ridge, a Prince Edward Island tune. Ken Perlman, our guest this hour, speaking about his new album of Prince Edward Island music on the five-string banjo, tells us about a trio of tunes, North Side of the Grampians, Jack Webster's Reel, and Suri Breakwater, and what they tell us about the old Prince Edward Island styles of fiddle playing and dance music. There's a, a tradition um, that a, a lot of the fiddlers, particularly in the eastern part, follow, organizing medleys of different kinds of tunes to create a musical tapestry. So the first tune is a stress bay. And stress bays uh, originated in 18th century Scotland as a medium for accompanying certain types of step dancing. It's sort of a, uh, a modified reel is the best way of thinking. It's slowed down with a lot of funny rhythms. Jack Webster's reel I got from a family tape from the Webster family, and uh, their father was the best-known fiddler in this particular part of uh, southeastern Prince Edward Island. And Surrey Breakwater, that is a really, really rousing tune that really, uh, you know, captures the dance spirit of Prince Edward Island. Thank you. 
fifth side of the Grampians, Jack Webster's Reel and Surrey Breakwater, a medley of Prince Edward Island fiddle tunes with five-string banjo from Ken Perlman. For more information about his documentation project of Prince Edward Island fiddle music, go to www.boeingdownhome.ca. You can find that also at our website, acrosstheblueridge.net, and we're back in just a moment. Support for Across the Blue Ridge comes from Farm to Feet, 100% America, offering made-in-America socks designed and manufactured in Mount Airy, North Carolina, using U.S. materials, U.S. manufacturing, and U.S. workers. Retail locations at farmtofeet.com. We'd like to thank our Across the Blue Ridge sponsors, Great Outdoor Provision, Farm to Feet, and Blue Ridge Music Center. If you or your business would like to sponsor this show, please go to our website, acrosstheblueridge.net, and click on Become a Sponsor. Thanks. It's Across the Blue Ridge. I'm Paul Brown. We've been listening to some music from Prince Edward Island, music of the Canadian Maritimes, and considering some of its similarities to southern mountain music in the U.S. and some of the differences. A little while back, our guest Ken Perlman told us about the Webster family and a tune that appeared on his banjo album of Prince Edward Island music, Surrey Breakwater. Here are Jackie and Carl Webster of the Webster family playing that tune. Breakwater, a Prince Edward Island fiddle tune performed by Jackie and Carl Webster on Across the Blue Ridge, issued in 1997 on the Rounder label. And here, for a little bit of a comparison, Money Musk, a tune that is known throughout Canada, the British Isles, and in the U.S., here in the hands of Joe Green, bluegrass fiddler of the American South.
late Joe Green, Southern American bluegrass fiddler with an old-time tune, Money Musk, popular in the British Isles, across Canada, and in the U.S. in various styles. Just for comparison to some of the Prince Edward Island fiddle music we've been listening to this hour on Across the Blue Ridge. Ken Perlman, who has written a book, Couldn't Have a Wedding Without the Fiddler, and has been documenting Prince Edward Island music since the late 1980s, has also released a new album of banjo music derived from Prince Edward Island fiddle tunes. In his collecting, he found that the Prince Edward Island tradition of dancing had declined seriously to practical disappearance by the late 1970s. I asked him about how that had happened and what impact it had on the fiddle tradition. Like so many other parts of North America, Prince Edward Island experienced um, what might be called modernization, 20th century modernization, but it experienced it two generations later than a lot of other parts of North America. So, And they got everything all at once. So they got paved roads, electricity, radio and television, all in, in one fell swoop. And this was largely in the 70s? Well, or? largely in, in the coming into the 40s and 50s, and uh, people coming up were no longer as much interested in, in the old music and the old activities. They were interested in um, more modern activities and television and, and such. So, so by 1970, that old community tradition began to die. That sounds very similar to things that happened in parts of the U.S. South. Yes. Uh, the bluegrass and old-time music traditions continued to flourish at some level, and dances continued, but they were definitely under pressure uh, after World War II. Right. And in, in, the, in the South, um, a lot of the music uh, got channeled into entertainment. but. This didn't happen so much on PEI. Um, but what did happen is beginning in the 70s, a revival begins. Mm -hmm. um, and how did that get started? Who, who, who took notice? Who encouraged people to, to return to the old fiddle tunes and play and maybe even dance some? Well, the main actor was the Prince Edward Island Fiddle Association. And uh, so they were founded in, in 1975. And their focus was to restore fiddling to um, respectability and to give it some uh, relevance in the modern world. So they, they did a lot of community outreach, began to organize concerts and festivals, and, and try to look for a place you know, where you, you could still have fiddling uh, in modern community life. And it was local people, because so often revivals are initiated by outsiders. And, and that had. It had, its up, it had its positive and negative aspects. So, but there was also a dance revival. Mm -hmm. But it, the dance revival didn't focus on the square dancing. It focused on step dancing. And because uh, there were suddenly all these young girls learning to step dance, something that had previously been in a kind of an all-male thing, or mostly male thing, so all these young girls learning to step dance, they needed music. And the instructors were wise enough to insist on live fiddling <laughs> rather than using recorded music. Mm -hmm. And so you would have these dance contests and another venue for, for fiddling. And then a lot of little clubs sprung up around Prince Edward Island to, uh, you know, both focused on teaching or focused on bringing together older players and giving them uh, a reason to keep playing. So uh, so this went on for almost 20 years, and, and no young players materialized. 
But then suddenly, and one of the main actors was a particular family in the eastern part of the island called the Chasens, uh, and they founded a fiddle school. And right around two or three years after I did my project, it began to gel and all these young players started coming up. And what do we see today? Uh, today you see uh, uh, a lively music scene. It's not a traditional music scene so much, except in certain cases, but, but it's, um, um, you see a lot of touring bands, you see um, um, musical venues where people can play for, for money, which you, ne you never used to see. Um, and uh, you see, uh, you know, people with reputations touring festivals and, and such. So it, it's, it's, as it has in so many other ways, it's become a, a modern place and a modern music scene. So it, it's evolved, and you can hear the tunes performed live if you go to Prince Edward Island. That's right. And uh, it, it's just not structured exactly the way it was in the old days. Yes, and, and the styles have changed. The, um, it, it's amazing how fast, when I was doing my project, I found there were maybe seven or eight regional styles on the island that were fairly distinctive. And people were saying, well, in the old days, probably every two or three uh, communities had their own style, but, and they kind of melded together. Well, 10 or 15 years later, um, it was down to maybe two styles, and, and people had forgotten. It's just amazing how fast people forget that there was a former situation where there were all these other styles because uh, um, you know I would be out there meeting all of these people who hadn't played in public for a generation <laughs> and the general public up there ha was totally unaware of these people they didn't know they were there so in a sense by uh, by my follow-up project of 2006 I was just about the only one who knew about certain players, even up there. Who were right there in the midst, yeah, right there yeah. within their communities, yes. but, but folks didn't know that they had played or that they were even musicians, maybe. Yeah. 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 Um, how do you feel about all that? Are you happy that there's been some revival, or does it make you wistful that many styles have been lost? Um, how, do, how do you react to, to what's happened in these years? Well, it's always mixed. I'm delighted that uh, that after, you know, so many islanders uh, put in so much effort to create this revival and and, and uh, create the opportunity for young people to play fiddle and and, and and a new phenom is coming along every few months up there. And you can go to a folk festival and hear Prince Edward Island fiddling, which uh, you know, 20 years ago, no one had any idea there was such a thing. Uh, and of course, it's a terribly poignant thing to think of these wonderful styles that I heard, as I'm sure you, you feel the same way. About. I've had similar experiences in the Appalachian South, sure. Yes. Yeah, so the, these wonderful styles that I heard, um, no, no one else will have the chance to hear on the hoof. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, Ken Perlman, thanks for your time. Thanks for joining us on Across the Blue Ridge. This has been a great conversation. Well, thank you so much, Paul. It's been a delight. Ken Perlman has documented Prince Edward Island fiddle traditions. His new album is Frails and Frolics, banjo interpretations of some of those fiddle tunes, among other music that Ken has in his repertoire. His book is Couldn't Have a Wedding Without the Fiddler, the story of traditional fiddling on Prince Edward Island. 
He operates a couple of websites, including one devoted to his collecting and to archaic recordings of fiddle tunes of Prince Edward Island. You can find out about those at our website, acrosstheblueridge.net. Just look for the posting of this program, number 125, or consult our blog at acrosstheblueridge.net. Prince Edward Island fiddle tune performed by Dennis Petre on Across the Blue Ridge, and guess what? Here is Whiskey Before Breakfast, performed by Wayne Henderson and Clay Lunsford of Southwestern Virginia. Hmm, awfully similar. Traditions crossing, interacting, mingling. On Across the Blue Ridge, I'm Paul Brown. Remember, keep on the sunny side. It'll help us all on our way. And go to our website, acrosstheblueridge.net, to find out more about all the music you hear and to check our archived programs. Across the Blue Ridge is produced in collaboration with WFDD Public Radio. Catch up with you next time.
Support for Across the Blue Ridge comes from Great Outdoor Provision Company, providing outdoor clothing, equipage, and gifts for adventure. GreatOutdoorProvision.com